beautiful and intelligent people and welcome to the Fit Fun Podcast. This is the show for all of you millennials that are in the process of improving your life, your health, and your business. The Fit Fun Podcast is all about sharing with you guys our own journey to success and the tools and resources to help you build a strong foundation for your own success. I'm your super coach, Fatima K, and I have with me my super colleague Matt. So let's get started. Hey guys, so welcome to episode number three of the Fit Fun podcast. And today we're going to talk about how to create a health and fitness blueprint. Hello, Matteo, how are you? Hello, Fatima. I'm great. I'm very good. Cool. So let's do like like catch up. I love doing these and like a recap of episode number two. Um, so episode one number two was about how to find a way in the abundance of information. Um, and I kept practicing like the is it necessary? Is it a priority thing? Uh, because I'm building you know my goals for 2020 and my priorities, and actually you know it works like crazy. It works like like so. It makes everything so much easier. Um, so I'm really loving these, and like, um, yeah, I'm gonna continue to do that. I think the whole 2020. What about you? Yeah, 100%, Fatima. I'm happy you mentioned it because obviously finding a way in an abundance of information is a forever task. I would say you always yes. need to prioritize, pivot, decide what new courses you're gonna do, what new skills you're gonna develop, and you know, a lot of our favorite guys like Tom Bilyeu or Ryan Holiday or Jay Shetty, you know, it's they all say pretty similar things. You need to kind of double yeah. down on your strength. Even if you want to improve your weaknesses, that's okay to kind of balance out, but it's important to be focused on what you want to develop. And I think for all the listeners out there, for ourselves as well, because that's why mm. we're recording these episodes, we want to encourage you and encourage us to really double down on your health, fitness, and mindset because I believe these are the three pillars that you need um, to succeed in life. And obviously, in other episodes, we will talk maybe also about soul set and you could talk maybe even about a heart set and kind of values that yeah. you have. But these three, I believe, are really the key indicators if you're going to make it or not. So important. And it's like, if you want to play the game in the long term, you gotta think. Yeah, you gotta think about these. That's the like key. it's not like a, a two months. Okay, let's give it all. Like no sleep, blah blah blah, and and we'll see what happens. No, we are here in the long term. This is like our life journey, and you better need to uh, step up your game in your health and your fitness to you know uh, make a strong body, a strong foundation to bring you to the finish line. Yeah, 100%. I think we have super exciting episode today as well, right? It's yes. Like so building a blueprint and we're going to like, this is your, like your subject. So that's why you're going to like get, you know, the end of the episode for you just, you know, to deep dive into the health and fitness mm -hmm. uh, on my side. Uh, what I wanted to do for this episode is just getting, you know, clarity about, what's the mindset? What does it mean? Like getting to the etymology because I've realized that sometimes, you know, we use words and we don't really know what they mean. Mm. And, um, well, we use them in the, in, in a wrong way. So 
I decided to get my dictionary, of course, online. Uh, it's not the I'm excited. Way. Go for it, Fatima. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's do this. So I want to talk about defining the mindset. I talked about it a little bit on the first episode, but now we're going to go and dive deep into the etymology. So the Cambridge Dictionary uh, defines mindset as a open quote, a person's way of thinking and their opinions, close quote. And we have some synonyms to better understand it. Um, Okay, we can use the word outlook in life, uh, mentality, psyche. It can also be attitude or ethos. And this is it, guys. The mindset is a person's way of thinking and their opinions. But we're going to go and get into another definition uh, in here from the psychologist Carol Dweck. And she gives uh, two types of mindset. She defines mindset into fixed mindset, which are the people that have a fixed mindset believe that these qualities are like inborn, fixed, and unchangeable. Like you are in a box from when you're born, you know, like, yeah, I have dark hair and like blue eyes and that's it. Uh, And it doesn't work like that for your mindset, but some people believe and those people have the fixed mindset. The other type of mindset is a growth mindset. And this is on the other hand, you know, like believing that these abilities that you have can be developed and strengthened um, by way of like commitment and hard work. And like big news, guys, I do have a growth mindset. Um, <laughs> so I don't know about you, uh, uh, Matteo, but I do have a growth mindset. I mean, I've always been like that. I'm like, I, I don't find excuses for myself. I have, like everyone, a brain and a body that is functionable. And like, yeah, I can do the same that the other person is doing, uh, maybe better or even like not better, uh, but still, you know, trying and learn the skill uh, and, and, and make it happen for me. And of course, something's going to come easier for you than other thing. But this is, you know, um, the good thing of experimenting on like trying to learn and see what works for you. What about you, Matteo? Fixed mindset or growth mindset? I mean, I'm asking this question, but I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant question, though. I think I am now more on a growth mindset, and I think I've been always this way as well. Always, Mm. you know, you struggle. I remember from a young age, my parents kind of pushed me to learn new stuff and to run around the house, take care of the farm, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And Mm. I've been always trying to... Once I moved abroad, I needed to learn. I figured out very quickly I need to step up the game. And the only way is to be the learner and to quickly get around failures. Sometimes it takes longer than you want, but I think I'm more in the in the growth mindset at the moment, yeah. Mm. Yes, oh, indeed. I mean, if we hear and we're trying to be better, we definitely have the growth mindset. So as you said, uh, like truly uh, nicely and a, a good reminder, mindset is something that you build throughout the years. You know, uh, it depends on the education that you have received, as you said, like from your parents, the environment mm. that you grew up in and, you know, the messages that also you heard or read or, you know, uh your friend told you or your teachers told you. So these are uh, what fed, what constructed your mindset throughout the years. And can it be changed? I mean, 
yeah, if we have a growth mindset, of course, mindset can be changed and it takes time and effort. And for me, as a metaphor for this, you know, change and transformation in your mindset, I use, you know, the computer metaphor, like you're doing a reprogramming of the software, like of the initial software. You're just writing a a new uh, program. And of course, it takes time and it takes like a lot of lines for like the the techie guys over there uh, to do that. Uh, and, And you have to be patient, okay? Patient. It doesn't happen in a day. Like you're not going to change 10 or 20 years of like the original mindset into like one day. Um, so it, like for me, I have two like mindset that I'm working on. So I, like regarding my health, um, I had this mindset, which I, you know, I've been overweight uh, since uh, like quite young, maybe like 10 years old. So now I'm 31, like 20 years, and I'm like still overweight. So sometimes, you know, uh, I I say to myself, okay, well, you know, getting fit and like like getting, I don't want to abs, but I want like fit, like no more fat. Uh, it's not, you know, for me, um, but that that's like bullshit. Uh, completely, that's a mindset I have to reprogram for sure. And same for money. Uh, I grew up, you know, in the middle class, my, um, my, my mother, she's like working all the time and she works hard for a little money. So for me uh, to earn money, you have to work really hard, but the more I learn uh, about, you know, successful people out there, uh, it was introduced to me working smart and this is what makes the difference. So I'm working on these two mindset. What about you, Matteo? Do you have any mindset that you're reprogramming right now? You know, life? yeah, and I always like to fire away my way. <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds very, I think it, it's good to bring it on a practical side for people and give them some tangible stuff. So I like how you talk about, you know, yourself and what you struggle with. And, you know, I see it in my, I've seen it in my childhood. I touched based on it just at the start. But, you know, I've been always very skinny kid and I had this kind of, I didn't have a problem with it myself until some people started pointing it out. And I actually, in my recent book that I published about mastering the body, mind and life, I touched based on it where my aunt actually was, you know, making fun of me and said, yeah, you should work those skinny legs and you should eat more. And maybe she, you know, sometimes she was a little bit mean and it kind of, when I moved to school, people started bullying me and, you know, piggy or piggyback on me and be like, Oh yeah, he's skinny, etc. And I carried this mindset years later when I entered the bodybuilding and I started, you know, working on myself. And that was the driving force many years until I realized actually it was almost, well, I always was aware of it, but almost until 2000, let's say 16, 17, when I competed in a pro bodybuilding competition, that's when I figured after the competition, I have to let this go because it's not serving me. It's slowing me down and working on my body because, you know, 15 years or 20 years ago, somebody was laughing that I was skinny. It's super ridiculous. So, yeah, I definitely have my share of how I look mm. today is because of the heritage and the history that I carried around for many years. 
Yeah, and if you kept like the skinny mindset, like you know, I'm I'm never gonna like have muscles like everyone. Uh, you're not gonna go and like do a bodybuilding competition. Uh, you had to reprogram your mind and say, no, it's possible, and I'm going and prove that it's possible and doing it and see how it goes. And it was successful for you. Please, guys, <laughs> go and check the pictures. He's not any more skinny. <laughs> That's true. Well, I'm, no, I'm uh, well. So, <laughs> I arrived. You have the up. proofs. You have the proofs. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mom sometimes she's like, "Oh, you're still so skinny," but uh, she hasn't seen me uh, probably a year ago. Where when I was bulking up, oh, okay. I had I think 120 kilos. I don't know how many pounds that is. Maybe 250 pounds something. Yeah. And I was yeah. way. I was fat, and then in three months I had to be ready for the competition. So it's mm, you know. Mm. In the end of the day, you have to just be happy with yourself and find what is the ideal picture of your health and fitness. Look, how does it look like for you? But I will talk about it later. Yeah, exactly. We're we're coming to that. So, like, okay, talking about mindset, like, how does it affect you? Uh, if you go back to Carol's Dweck, uh, like two, defi- two definitions of mindset. So, your mindset for me, like, can elevate you or it can break you. So ask yourself, which one do you want? Do you want to stay stuck uh, into like one way thinking, one road and nothing else? Or like having options and like seeing, I can like saying and seeing that you can be better and, and work towards that. So it changes your perception of the world and especially like of yourself in it. This is like huge. Okay, this is kind of like a mirror, uh, but it all in your mind. So we ask ourselves also, yes, go ahead. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to say, I think it's super important how you sum it up because that's very important to make this decision also when you're building your body to make sure, hey, this is what I want to be. And sometimes it's not a clear road. You just make the decision, but it comes to you in different shapes and forms. So yeah, I think it's cool how you how you bring it up. Yeah, it's it's like for me, uh, I'm like I'm using a lot of meta- metaphors these days. It helps me like visualize the concepts, and it's really like it changes your, your pers- like it, it tells you a different story. It's like a different writer in your like storyline, and um, it, you're in a different environment. So like it's truly important. So why is it important to have the right mindset? So like today, it's so easy to compare ourselves with people and a lot of people. Like before, we only knew people in our town, in our school, and you had like the rich boy, the pretty girl, and like, you know, the nerdy, okay, <laughs> and you could compare yourself. Now, like the whole world, like 500 million people uh, on, on, on Instagram or like Facebook, it's in the billions, and yeah, you have beauty is everywhere people getting richer and richer and like guess what you're gonna always have someone that is better than you more beautiful than you and richer than you so does it help you to compare yourself Uh, it depends on how you use this comparison so like do you choose to let it discourage you like oh yeah he's like too pretty or like he's too like muscular and i'm never gonna be like that or instead, is it going to be a motivation for you to just be better? The goal is not to be a copycat because that's impossible. Big news, you know, everyone is unique. 
And even identical twins uh, have different personalities and they can like grow into like different body shapes also. So there is only one person that you should compare yourself with. And it's the one that looks at you in the mirror every day when you wake up. Uh, and it's just you. So let the other inspire you just, you know, to be a lesson of, of things not to do or, you know, to be or to say like, okay, um, okay, I will not do that. Uh, or, oh, he's doing this. Maybe I'm going to try it out and see how it works for me. So more as an inspiration, uh, for you and coming to the subject of today. So how all of these that I said, like clarification about mindset is important in creating a health and fitness blueprint. Again, I want to get the definition because myself, I wasn't sure about what a blueprint was. Um, so Cambridge Dictionary, okay, says, open quote, an early plan or design that explains how something might be achieved. Listen to the keywords here, close quote, early plan and might be achieved. So notice that there is no definite or ultimate in this definition. It's something that will evolve. It's just a starting point. So ask yourself, uh, start by asking yourself, sorry, why creating a health and fitness blueprint is important for you um, in, in the mindset. Okay, why am I doing this? Why is it important in my life to think about this and spend time and energy doing that? And next, you know, experiment, just test for everything. You're like your health and fitness journey is like, like it will take until the end of your life. So you're going to need to experiment, test for food allergies, like see what works for your body. Like what type of diet, like so many diets in the world, like right now, yeah, uh, crazy. It's ridiculous. It is. It is like Mediterranean, like keto. Uh, for me, I'm like uh, into the bulletproof diet. It works for me. I was a raw vegan for like uh, almost a year. Did not work that much for me. So I mean, I tried and I'm like still working on it. But just, you know, experimenting uh, what works for your body, for your heart and your soul is so important. And I'm still figuring things out, as I said. Uh, you know, but uh, after many trial and errors and like successes, you know what you like. You know what uh, you fits you, what do your body good. Uh, so like for me, I put some examples, you know, I love dancing and uh, yoga and martial arts. So I use that for fitness. You know, I'm, I'm like not the really like the gym type person running on a treadmill. I like to do these activities uh, instead. And um, yeah, like I said, the bulletproof diet. So these are what wor are working and I'm seeing results and with no effort or regrets or stress. Uh, so important and uh, like different from before. And so I want to finish this mindset with a super quote. I have the whole poem. I will put you, uh, put, put it for you guys. Sorry. Uh, in the, um, uh, blog post. But it's from um, William Ernest Henley. He is an English poet. And I'm, I'm sure that you heard this quote. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And this is how I see the mindset. You are the master of your mindset. You decide what to think, how to think it, and why you should think it. So 
make the right choices, take your time. And because you can definitely mold your life like you want it and start with your mindset. Any yes. closing words? <laughs> <laughs> Fatima, I think, you know, you've said so many good stuff there. And, you know, that's also, again, I couldn't stress it more. That's why I see this, you know, working, how we bring this to the world together because you kind of touched on the strategies, you know, and you dive deep into the fixed and growth mindset because, you know, the clients I've helped for years, that's often the first side we have to tackle. Then limiting beliefs, mm. limiting thoughts. Why am I, you know, obese? Oftentimes it's because, you know, you don't respect yourself and you don't kind of, you know, and I did this side of the business or this side kind of mindset because I knew that that's also the big way to get ahead. If I can replicate that for one person, I can replicate it for other people as well. And then figuring out, you know, what fits to people and what doesn't. It's so important because it's a very individual thing, but I'm super happy you covered it also, you know, with the powerful quotes for people because that's quotes is something that I love very dearly and I really like how you bring it out to people. So yeah, um, great stuff. I think really, really cool and sharing a lot of your personal struggles and, you know, talking about the definition of blueprint because that's, I think, so important. Yeah, really cool. I, I like it. Yeah, because like for me, when I read, you know, the definition, it's crazy because every time that I tried a new diet, it was like the holy grail. It was like the Bible of the thing. I was like, okay, this is it, guys. And I'm going to try to do everything on it and see how it works. And some of these diets made me like truly miserable. And it lasted like a month or two months. And I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I wasn't feeling good. And, but for me, I was so rigid because I thought, okay, this was it. This was the plan and nothing else. Once I understood that it was more about personalizing and finding something that fits me, Fatima, my biology, my emotional like, history and bank account and everything else, oh, now I'm starting to see results and I don't feel stressed like uh, I did before. So I have much more freedom. Uh, with you know this awareness and all the knowledge that I have, and um, I'm not shooting any uh, you know um, a cover magazine soon, so I still can take my time. <laughs> you know, I don't have a deadline, so that's that's good for me. Like it let me time to really you know build it in a long term because it's not truly you know the priority in my life uh, on the first like level. Of course, you have to take care of your health and your fitness, but I, I'm not doing that full time you know i have to think about my career and everything else that i have uh, on the side so I, I do learn about it but now i'm like more okay that's a blueprint i understand that's an early plan and something that might be achieved so it means that it might not be successful and it needs you know improvement along the way and this is what you're going to talk about right now on your part. So I'll let you take the floor. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, thank you again for all, all the part about mindset. So I want to talk also a little bit about, you know, my part in terms of health and fitness. And I have some early definition as well of blueprint. And so yeah, it's, you know, open quotes and original plan or prototype that influences subsequent design or practice. So 
It's from Collins English Dictionary. And Blueprint Fitness was created for one reason, effective result, uh, results-based personal training. So, you know, in my opinion, and I can associate with Fatima as well, because a blueprint is something like a roadmap. And I try different diets. I tried a keto diet. I tried paleo. I tried different type of diets I, until I figure out that you need to tailor make everything to your to your liking and to your body. And that's what I want to talk about, guys, today, because... You know, there are different pillars that you need to take into consideration. There are different parts of health and fitness that you need to understand, but you need to keep it simple. And in order to do that, I, I, I preach, if you look at my website, things that I wrote, I preach lifestyle. I don't preach any diet. I don't say you should do keto. You should do this type of keto. You should do this, that. You should uh, do low carb, high carb. I believe that you know, you need to prototype and type your type of metabolism. So understand whether, you know, there are different macros that you need to understand from, you know, health perspective, like protein, uh, carbs, and fat. So you definitely need to understand that. So if you, you know, have a, let's say, I always use this analogy. If you drive a Ferrari and you want to, you know, go 200 kilometer an hour or 300, let's say, most likely you can drive that fast. But what kind of, you know, fuel are you pouring into the, into the car? You know, how is your engine built? Because if you pour some cheap ass petrol in the, in the car, it's not going to run as it's supposed to run. And that's what you see with a lot of people, even high performance athletes. They just beat themselves up. Like just Fatima said, you know, they can religiously go. And I know myself when I competed, I just took everything off the table exactly timed everything i was calculating everything of course you get ahead but this is obviously the <laughs> it's on the long term it's way to hell i can tell you that you don't want to create a lifestyle like that right um maybe fatima you could say a little bit i'm curious from your perspective because you mentioned a little bit keto mm. can you in a nutshell say you know what was your experience and how did you approach it because i think you did yeah uh, okay, so I, I've like I've tried a lot of diet. The, my original diet was like no diet. <laughs> my mom didn't have time to you know uh, cook for us, and so she made something like really fast when she came back. So a lot of potatoes, a lot of eggs. I you know went through like some emotional stuff when I was younger, and what I was doing was like overeating cookies and milk. So this was mm. my like treat of choice. Like oh, I, 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 I <laughs> ate, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate the whole package. It's like it's not like getting one or two cookie from the package. I ate the whole package and I, I drink it with one liter of milk. So this was like Whoa. my comfort food. Yeah, uh, like almost every week. So I gained weight throughout the years, but I was doing sport like. All the time, I was in a like teams. I did handball. I did taekwondo. So I was exercising at the same time. So I've never been like over like obese. I've been overweight. Mm. So mm. Uh, I never had like an initial education like most of the people on what is a true healthy diet for you. Uh, and I discovered that throughout the years and experimenting. So I, as I said, I tried keto, but in um, the Mediterranean uh, culture, you eat a lot of bread. So letting go of bread was really hard for me. 
Mm-hmm. But it was also necessary because it was causing me inflammation. Um, and I discovered that by testing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, like milk, cheese was so hard to get rid of. Uh, I mean, I've been working on my diet for the past three years. And I'm like having no more cravings now, like three years later, because I've done all the work and tested what is good for me and what is mm-hmm. fulfilling and not feeling hungry. Uh, so this was my experience uh, for sure. And now I'm like, okay, that's a long-term thing. And that's a lifestyle change. It's yeah. not only about the diet. Okay. Okay. In three months, I'm going to lose five kilos. No, this is not it. This is like, how am I eating, exercising every single day of the whole year? There are no special occasion for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. That's exactly where I think a lot of people hopefully, in my opinion, should arrive to or arrive at where you kind of realize, hey, I actually, you know, underestimate how much I accomplish or overestimate how much I accomplish in one year, but underestimate how much I accomplish in the next 10 years. And that's why I, you know, with my physique transformations in the last years, every time it got better, then it got worse again, then it got way better, then it got way worse. And I figured that, you know, this is part of growth. You test something and that's what I always do. You know, if you wake me up in the middle of the night, I can tell you what is the best supplement on this, that, this. But, you know, I tested it on my body. What works for me doesn't necessarily have to work for you. So, yeah, I'm, I thank you for the addition. I think that's uh, that's super practi- practical for people and, here. And, and just kind of, I was thinking about something. Can I add it? Uh, because yeah, this is so valuable. One of the biggest lessons that I ever learned in my life until this year is, you know, the story that I was telling myself is like, oh, okay, I can indulge for this period of time. And then I'm going to like starve myself doing like juice fasting and fasting for a month. And I'm going to lose everything. And this was basically my strategy, like going from that point to that point and never like finding consistency in a healthy lifestyle. I was always giving myself excuses to go back to the bad habits. And I was telling myself a story, but now I'm like, there's no more story. You're not going to lose like uh, five kilos, but this is like, you know what in Europe we see and like in the U S coming summer or like after a thing, like the diet, advertisement like take this pill and you're gonna lose like five inches uh but you can continue like eating bullshit but it's not like the reality like this is a lie and i was lying to myself and i decided to say no more and take it in the long term or like i don't have any cover magazine yet (laughs) yeah it's maybe maybe end of the year but i think it's a right way how you just describe it because that's indeed a little bit uh um hoopla we live in what people post on instagram you know all the rich kids with fifty thousand k on k on bad and i think gary vaynerchuk said it once and that's that's very bad for people because you know you look over the fence and you see your rip neighbor and you're like oh he's actually never eats anything so i better don't eat anything as well but what works for him doesn't have to work for you so yeah definitely valuable addition thank you very much fatima so to continue from here, you know, um, coming from the foundation and talking about blueprint, you obviously want to set up your routine in terms of it doesn't have to be fitness. It can be any type of sport that Fatima described before, but it has to be consistent. And that's what I'm preaching always. Consistency is everything. It's, uh, it's the way of a turtle. doesn't matter how slow you go. 
as far as you keep or as long as you keep going. So what's your routine in terms of days, weeks, months, year, and ideally even more? You know, I'm thinking, where do I want to be in, let's say, five years with my physique? And then you can translate it very nicely in terms of blueprint for your and different pillars from health, fitness, and um, mindset perspective. Anything to add, Fatima, to this this point still or good? No, I think it, it, it's it, it's great um, just to start. I have difficulties for me visualizing myself five years and making a plan from the five years. I have like the big picture of like, hey, I want to be fit. That's it. And now I'm, let, I'm just working on it. But uh, it's difficult for me because I've been trying to do it, but it doesn't work for me. Like my mental like process is not doing that. So what I'm testing right now is like working on the consistency, accountability, and like taking things slow. So this was my experience with that. Okay, perfect, perfect. I think that's a, that's a fantastic addition because, you know, um, it's, it's just taking it slow, being sure that, you know, you do it in the right way and or right way, right way, meaning what works for you. So considering different pillars and continuing what, you know, where I'm coming to, when you consider, you know, your health, your fitness and mindset that Fatima talked about, you know, your programming, your fixed, your growth mindset, and also where you want to be in terms of, you know, what are your limiting beliefs? Are you skinny? Or are you fat and where are you conditioned and you kind of start working through that? Then you can take the strategies from understanding, you know, what to do. And the initial kind of strategy, what I would say is do a initial assessment. What is your goal? You can, you know, find any type of health assessment. I would advise you to take assessment, for example, from Dr. Mercola. He's a you know, world-known scientist on and doctor on brain. So definitely he does different types of health assessments but one of them that i've done also myself a while back is this body typing where you actually can focus on whether your body runs more on fat protein or carbs and you can kind of create or it's it's mixed kind of protein or mixed kind of type as well so you can type it out for yourself and build your lifestyle around it so because sometimes you can be you know running more on carbs or glucose or uh, sometimes it's more protein but you don't want to do the mistake that i've done that i run only on protein for example and you don't have the variety of diet that actually your body needs to run very efficiently and then from there you can translate it into into something effective small little strategies like doing little exercises every morning high intensity training that actually helps you to really burn fat start up your brain and make you you know, lose weight or it doesn't even have to be lose weight just to make you feel better over the long run because less body fat you have, more brown fat you have, that means your body can more efficiently work with um, glucose, So, which is then obviously translated into making you and creating energy for you that, that either be it, you know, as Ben Greenfield talks about it, a lot of different types of energies. If you talk about mitochondria, or ATP production that is responsible really to creating the energy and training your body through different trainings, which probably we will talk about in the future episodes from, you know, high intensity training to fasted walks, for example, or some bigger training where you really taxed like a strength training. And when you combine this all together, together with the typing of the nutrition, then you will start making progress. So initially it can 
sound very overwhelming, but in the end, you know, it's very simple. You can translate it, eating three times a day and making sure that, you know, you either run based on the test on carbs more or protein and you kind of balance it out because obviously carbs have already some protein. And, and what I always say, you know, you want to look for the most in the biggest indicators, be it like your energy, how well you sleep. This is a big one because I struggled with this myself, for example, in the past where I couldn't sleep and I couldn't figure it out. And the biggest problem for me was because I was drinking a lot of green and black tea. We actually had a discussion with Fatima yesterday where she was struggling with the similar thing, right, Fatima? <laughs> and yeah, I, like I didn't sleep last night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you want to look how hungry you're getting. Are you, you know, does it... Does it, does the hunger disappear or is it, you know, reoccurring and you need to snack a lot? So it can, these are little indicators where you can figure out, okay, well, if I don't sleep well, maybe I am not eating the right things or my gut is not working properly, or perhaps I'm fasting way too much or, you know, eating junk or way late at night, which happened to me as well. Since I am a, you know, sports guy, I, I come from a gym, you know, at eight and then I'm like, well, I go to sleep at 10. If you have a huge meal, you indulge in it, you cannot sleep. But a lot of people don't know this or they know it, but they don't do it. They'll ignore it and still, you know, then doesn't reap the benefits that they their, their health is actually suffering. And in the end, how is the overall level of health? So are you getting, how often do you get sick? I remember, you know, the last three years, my only indicator for my health was how often do I get sick? So less sick. And I even had really extreme goals where I said, I don't want to get sick even once. So I was like taking cold showers, doing all possible things, fasting, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes it didn't work. Sometimes it worked better. But then I figured, well, it's really, more, you know, every time you learn something new, you improve your immune system, you improve your gut, and you work on yourself. And that's sometimes, I think I would definitely encourage you, if you're creating your roadmap and your blueprint from mindset, health, and fitness perspective, guys, I couldn't stress this more. Do something that will also bring you further, really, in terms of health. Because I always say, I'm going to run the stairs when I'm 100. And obviously, first of all, I don't know if I'm going to live until 100. Hopefully, I'm 140. And with Fatima, I'm sure 150. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with my mentor Dave Asprey at 180. <laughs> you got, yeah, well, I could actually believe that he Dave Dave Asprey is gonna make it because he's doing all these red infrared and all. Uh, I think he looks very very that. young. Yeah, even yeah. even Ben Green, even Ben Ben, he's like crushing it. He's crushing mm. crushing it. He's like um because Dave has his own lab so you know it's easier to do all this stuff uh but uh ben is like going you know from doctor to doctor so it's like much more fun at testing all those crazy things mm. and he looks crazy good and he's doing like some like uh, barbarian hunter thing going on in his life and yeah. i love it because you see that it's you know it's possible the guy he's like a nerd and he's no he knows his stuff but he also you know test his body build his body as you know a machine and like men before you know mm, um mm. so it's so inspiring and i'm like nowhere near it, that no I'm but, working towards it <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's that's the thing um you know i, I definitely can associate with that fatima because i, I 
yeah, I've been struggling myself. I still struggle. And, you know, watching Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey and all, you know, Ben Pakowski, John Romaniello and all those guys that are, you know, in the front lines, um, testing everything in the lab and bringing science. And especially I think Brent, Ben Greenfield, he's really on the forefront of, you know, human epigenetics and, you know, um, extending the human you know, life together with Dave Asprey, how, you know, the, the lifespan and really working towards where they want to be in terms of health, fitness and mindset, you know, in the next, let's say, 100 years, but also really making it available for people like you and me that, you know, are already in those fields quite some time, tested things ourselves. Because for me, for example, I, you know, switch from the typical bodybuilding to more ancestral type of athletes at Ben Greenfield talks about it. And actually, I started doing it before I got to know what he's doing. So it, it proved me that what I'm doing in, in my life, for example, you know, testing everything on myself and listening to myself like you do with mindset, you know, and helping people to, you know, kind of ask them through the power of different questions and figuring out, you know, what did they come up with the solution themselves because the answer is within, within them already. I think that's so important because I, didn't stress that enough at the start of this episode listening to your body is key because you know what works for you and you talk about it really brilliantly doesn't necessarily have to work for me um so when you then have the general you know indicators then you can translate into general principle for fitness which is exercise every day you you know said it as well yourself move move or any type of movement hit type of training you know, scheduling bigger workouts at least three times a week. That's what I noticed from my, you know, 10 plus 15 years of bodybuilding that for ideal body proposition uh, and ratio, fat ratio, at least three times a week, you should hit the gym or, you know, go for a uh, run outside or do some calisthenics or, you know, some type of MMI, MMA or, you know, martial arts, etc. And to train different energy systems because, you know, it's great if you're a bodybuilder, but if I let you run 100, sprint 100 meters on an airport, you're going to guess after, you know, 50 meters because you don't have the capacity. So you want to develop these different, you know, different energies in your body and different health systems that, you know, you can tap into it when it's needed um, and that you can actually outlast everybody else and create some crazy stuff, you know, in your, in your lifetime. And, um, you know, to bring it to the practical level, you need to watch out for your insulin levels and normalize those. So making sure that what I talked about, you know, fructose, what you eat and when you eat it, the best advice I could ever give you if you eat all your, you know, fruits, bread, etc., as Fatima said, you know, in a Mediterranean diet, bread, and I definitely struggle with bread myself. But if I eat bread, I definitely try to do it after I work out or before I work out. Then I know everything will be used because a lot of people make the mistake. They go for, you know, they have a party. They're like, yeah, tonight they're going to have a big indulging, which is great. But then go to the bathroom or, you know, at home at the hotel where you are at, do five or six minutes or, you know, 10 minutes of interval training. doesn't have to be much. And make sure that the body actually will use this. And you can, you know, the HIIT training should be such intensity that you really, when you finish, you feel like I'm burning. Because that's when your body going to use everything you put in there. So limit processed foods. Fructose, ideally, or put it in a, you know, strategize it for days, weekends, for example, when you are with friends, and then do the initial assessment, as I told you, with Dr. Merkel, a metabolic type of type, 
protein carbs uh, or mixed type and kind of nutritional typing because then you get advice for example from him i definitely can work it out for you as well on an individual basis but then example you know you can get based on meat based on fish based on vegetables fatty fruits and the glycemic index where does it kind of come out for you on a chart and you know together with the workouts and everything you will kind of have a blueprint for yourself or at least an initial foundation that you can say in one month i evaluate in two months three months and then you can start building you know towards where you want to go so again i mentioned the program last week in our episode the busy female issues if you guys want to look into that i definitely would encourage you to do that it's a 12 months program if you are very busy, like a lot of female friends that I have, like Fatima, but she's she's way beyond everybody else. So that's a different story. She needs extra older busy female issues. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I did I did this program because I like I lost my momentum three years uh, three years ago, no, three months ago. Thank God. But uh, I will will definitely talk about this after all. Like like this. Is yeah, like maybe January, February. I think. Yeah. 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 It's okay. better. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, I definitely encourage you to look into this because that's it's something that you know can help you. You need just five, ten minutes a day. And I definitely cannot promise you you're gonna, you know, reach everything in a short amount of time. Although I have some business cases where people lost weight, six, seven kilo in three months. Um, but the weight loss is nef- not always the goal. The goal is to create a healthy lifestyle and from mm-hmm. there just mm-hmm. You know, one advice, if you don't remember anything else from this episode, I definitely from my part, I can tell you, if you leave out sweets just for a couple of days or a week, or even if you join me on crazy challenges like one month, no sweet, no bread, I can tell you, you're going to lose weight as a byproduct mm. while becoming healthy. So that's definitely, you know, I would, I could conclude for you guys just in a short summary, think for yourself as a blueprint, something that is a you know, little concept that's going to take you somewhere. It's a, you know, vehicle like the Ferrari I talked about. Engine is what you are pouring into it. Are you, you know, are you eating healthy fats? Are you eating avocados? All these type of things that you can find available online. The problem is not the amount of information we talk about. The problem is that people don't know how to make it suitable for themselves. So when you do this, you evaluate your health, your fitness, your mindset, the big part guys go back to the fatima uh, part scroll back listen to it re-listen to it because growth and fixed mindset or even grab the book from carol Dweck because it's really amazing and then do the initial assessment you know in terms of your level of energy uh how you know when you wake up assess it you know are you foggy do you feel great or how hungry are you can you go to lunch without eating and then, you know, when you have the practical, practical kind of blueprint from Dr. Mercola that you can download it for free, even with his cookbook, you just do, you know, Google some hit in, interval training. You can do it every morning and five days, you know, and you did exercise 20 days in a month, five minutes every morning. And I can tell you in one year, you definitely going to look different or even in one month, just by doing little thing every morning and just being consistent. So, yeah, um, I definitely encourage you to take the holistic approach. That's why we are here. We don't want to give you some, you know, tricks and tips, uh, get faster to this because that's, I definitely, we can both give it to you. Say, if you do this little trick, you're going to think faster. But can you actually accomplish something more on the long term? Probably not, right? So 
Fatima, do you want to add something to this part? What I what I have said, or something that you well, know triggered you? You, it was actually like a lot of uh, good information. I'm seeing the, the the notes. What would be interesting, I think, even for me, if if you can do that, is like uh, like do an infographic of the blueprints that you wrote on your notes. Because uh, with, you know, the questions and like the parts that people need to go through. And I think that's, that would be valuable. And I would do the same like for the mindset. Brilliant. What brilliant. Think? I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea because that's, I, I think you and me, we work in a, sa- a similar fashion, which is visual. So a lot of us, you know, we don't have yeah. the com- comfort of a time to say, well, I have to read, you know, hundred pages. We just want to see something, do this, do that. This is when I do it. This is how I do it. Execute done, right? That's probably where you're coming from. Mm, I assume completely, hundred percent. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, guys, I think we are nearing the end. We talked about mindset, um, so much to cover, and I'm sure Fatima just didn't exhaust her her part because there's so much to add more. I love the poems. Go again, you know. Uh, read probably on Fatima's blog with Liam Ernst. Henley quote and uh, you know talk about for yourself uh, talk you know to your friends about where you at where their health is at where their mindset is at uh, and where you want to be in the next year you know um, we, we are not sure whether we're gonna accomplish one more episode till the end of the year but if not guys we want to encourage you really to dig deep and consider these three pillars mindset health and fitness and really dial down you have a lot of practical examples in this episode alone take it down write a blueprint for yourself you will get some extra infographic and i think you can really create something extraordinary you just need to be consistent fatima any concluding thoughts no i just want to say that this is exactly what we're doing um and uh we are also like working on our own blueprint and sharing what we've learned and what we've seen is working uh with you and this is it and you'll like okay guys uh december 2020 we'll see where we'll be <laughs> and how we will be so this is going to be an exciting episode after that just you know thinking about this blueprint uh, in mindset and and fitness and health just you know to have something that you can build on in 2020 and the infographics will definitely help Mm. thank you so much uh for me Uh, i hope it was helpful and i will shoot out the infographic and also some instagram posts about the mindset in that case um everything on the show notes and i'll see you uh next week for the other episodes guys yeah thank you very much again thank you fatima as well for your time thank you everybody for listening to today's episode and as Fatima said, you know, you can review all the resources discussed today and everything else on the show notes uh, on our websites, FatimaK.com and uh, my website as well, which is www.fitbot.com. And I have a second website as well, which I will share. So if you want to support what we do, guys, please do not hesitate to share, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify. I am a lot on Spotify, so subscribe on Spotify, Deezer, or on your favorite podcast platform. And share it also, please, with your friends, um, you know, that you think might need the content. And we definitely have amazing episodes coming up, great interviews and powerful content. So please, guys, stay tuned. And thank you very much. So I guess until the next time. Bye. Bye.